Those Two Jerks is brought to you in part by Maverick Group, Maverick Group Experiential Technology. Need some nerds? Let's build something awesome together. Maverick. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Those Two Jerks, mini-sode number nine. I am your host, the Tom Alexander. Joining me as always, the Sussman, Rick Sussman. Hi, Rick. Greetings, greetings, greetings. See how much you like people changing up their entrance music. <laughs> I don't, I don't care as much as you do because yeah, I'm, see, I, I got him. I got him. My, my yeah. OCD is not nearly as severe as yours. I haven't a clue as to what you could possibly be talking. No, about. do you need to go wash your hands thirty-seven times now? No, I just got to bite the same finger until it bleeds, and then we can move on. Fair enough. Do you like? Do you check like doorknobs to make sure they're locked? God, no. With those fingers. I, I wish I was that, like, crazy about... Anyway, we're off topic already. Way to go, Tom. Some <laughs> That's true. I'm terrible at this. Uh, and that other voice you hear is, of course, the Vukani, Chris Vu. Hi, Chris. Vukani, vocational. I like vernacular. My That is my favorite. <laughs> well, Vukani, vocational, vutastic, uh, vumazing, those are all part of the vernacular. Yes, this is, this is true. Modern modern vernacular would exactly. allow such things. <laughs> yeah, uh, all it's good to be back. It's good. good. We're glad to have you. You were here last. No, you weren't here last time. I was right. not. I was not. That's right. You were busy getting old. Um, I, was, I was definitely getting old. So a little bit closer to thirty or forty than I am thirty. Now I'm a little bit closer to thirty now too. Just so everybody remembers that I'm only well, turning thirty. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it, Rick. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) No one, not even, not even you believe what you just said. I believe enough of it. You really don't. Anyway, the reason why this is a mini-sode, (laughs) the reason why this is a mini-sode is because we're going to focus on one topic, and it's going to be a shortened, hopefully, version of the (laughs) show. Uh, So... We're going to we're going to focus there's there's two reasons why we're going to focus on the topic we're going to focus on in this mini sode and one is I noticed on my uh Facebook time hop that this weekend was the 3 year anniversary of our now infamous Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice special. <laughs> it was the now infamous. Yes, now infamous. So it was two what did I say? Two years or three years ago? Two years. Three years. You said but three, I but I thought it was two. two. It's yeah. it's two. It's two. Uh yes, two years since we saw Batman versus Superman and spent an inordinately long amount of time bitching about it. Um also well, isn't that the show though? I mean like oh, sorry. Well, yes, <laughs> yes, to an extent, yes. <laughs> but we have so many other things about which to bitch. Valid. <laughs> um, it's also uh, there's in the news this weekend. Black Panther is now the highest-grossing superhero movie in the U.S. of all time. It's now at uh, let's see, six hundred plus million dollars. Jeez, in the United States, uh, and one point one point two three seven billion worldwide. Uh, with a B. Yeah, with billion, a B. billion with a B. Uh, it's now past uh, the first two Avengers movies in the U.S. 
combined or just individually? No, individually. Okay. Number 12 on the mm-hmm. all-time worldwide grosses chart, yeah. uh, ahead of the live-action Beauty and the Beast and Fate of the Furious, behind Fate of the <laughs> Furious. I, I, will never, I will never understand it. Please continue. Well, it's because of IMAX and stuff. Like, you have to remember, ticket prices are higher than what they were. Um, mm-hmm. If you adjust for inflation and the 3D and IMAX upcharges, Black Panther is the 40th highest grossing movie of all time. Because if you adjust for inflation, I think the top grossing movie is still Gone with the Wind, actually. I mean, does this... Um... <laughs> wait, wait, hang on. Fate of the Furious? Yeah. Is the number what now? Number 11. And this is number 12. Correct. Of highest grossing. Yeah, worldwide. Yeah. It's the, it, it is the single financially greatest comic book movie, superhero movie, period, end paragraph. One of, True. financially, the most important movies of all time. Yeah, they're There's expecting, no it, they're expecting it domestically to pass, uh, to be the number, th- it's the fifth highest grossing movie in the U.S. of all time, period. Not just the highest grossing superhero, but the fifth highest of all time. And they're expecting it to be number three before it's done. They're expected to pass Titanic and... Uh, Let's see, it just passed Last Jedi. Oh, Jurassic World. So it won't pass The Force Awakens, and it won't pass Avatar, but it will be behind those two in the U.S. Um, It's also the highest-grossing solo superhero movie ever, and the highest-grossing movie ever from a black director. Well, that was, I mean, okay, yes. Well, because Fate Fate of the Furious was the highest grossing movie by a black oh, director I, ever. I did not know that. I yes. apologize. That is yes. me not knowing things. Yeah. So it just passed Fate of the Furious, so it is now the highest Hang grossing. Hang on. I thought... How many directors have the entire Furious? A lot. <laughs> okay. There's nine Rob movies. Cohen, right? yeah, eight. There's true. been eight movies. Yeah, the, it's well, the fine I mean, the ninth the one's I'm the... about to drop. Um... Is there going to be another one? They're making, oh, they yeah, said man. they're going to get to 10. They're going to do two more. Yeah. And then The Rock, <laughs> The Rock's character is getting his own spinoff. So. <laughs> How do you need a spinoff after a 10 movie franchise? Because The Rock has only been in like four of them. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I've only been in the quadrilogy. Right, I'm right. going to need a sin trilogy and, and also only, my He own only trilogy. joined in no, the fifth one, I think, or the, four, the fourth one. I don't know. <laughs> But yeah. they all started making money again when he showed up, so they, they're going to put him, you know, it's like you put The Rock in a movie and you get to print money now. Yes, he's going to be in Suicide Squad 2, which will not make as much money as Black Panther. No, it probably will not. I think, I think it's safe to assume it will not. Um, but, so that got us thinking, uh, what is the best superhero movie of all time? It is a debate that will likely rage amongst geeks for the ages. Uh, but we've never really gotten into our opinions of it on this show. So we're going to do that. That's what we're doing. That's what, this is what's happening. You, uh, you know, <laughs> Whether you want it to show. or not. You want to you turn the clicker, you go. <laughs> this, I mean, this solidifies like the nerdness of this podcast, right? Like we finally Wait, huh? this this I'm, 
Like, this... has there ever been a debate about the best superhero movie? I mean, you, you guys have tried what, to like you mean on this show or do be you like, mean this oh, week? Like, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to rein in those parameters a I little mean, bit, Chris. Like we've we've discussed uh, Star Trek at length on this show. I think Ooh, that, that's... if nothing else, solidified our nerdiness. Oh, yeah. Tom once went on a 20-minute diatribe about how the book version of the behind-the-scenes stuff in Star Trek was more interesting than the original series. <laughs> it almost that, killed me. It almost killed you. I. It was interesting. It was interesting to people named Tom Alexander. No, there were plenty of other people. I that can't believe you let that go on. I had no stopping it. How do you stop a falling train? A falling train. What? Oh, yeah. yeah, that's good. Right? Yeah, was, anyway, like, let's before we start getting in on each other's back, tails so. too much. This is a good question. This movie, uh, it, now you you know like just like how UCF has a national championship, you can't argue certain facts anymore, right? This movie is now one of the greatest grossing films of all time. Right? Correct or incorrect? Well, yeah, you that's can't argue yes. dollars. It's, yeah, it's not it's objective. objective. It's a fact. No, it's not subjective. It is objective yeah, it's fact. Objective. Oh, pardon me. Yeah. All right. Fine. Yes. It Fine. is an objective fact. It is one of the highest grossing movies ever. The highest grossing superhero movie ever. Uh, again, some of that has to do with ticket prices. Because well, being okay, what they yes, are. Because tickets didn't cost $20 a person in some cases when, say, Superman the movie came out. Right, and the right, there but they like did three D IMAX, Dolby Digital, whatever experience versions. Well, of what if? It. Okay, but wait, 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 uh, Tom, is that is that your argument immediately? Are you saying that the original Superman, no, Christopher Reeves? I'm not. I was pointing out because that okay. is like that is probably the first superhero movie. Let's say 1978, Superman the movie. It's the first one. If you don't, unless you count the. The spin-off say, movie George from the Reeves? George Reeves that, that was on was television. television. Yeah, George Reeves was a television show. There was no movie. Of George Reeves is no. Kirk Allen was in the movie serials in the 30s. George Reeves oh, was on the TV shit. show in the 50s yeah. and 60s. Uh, no, it, the only the only <laughs> superhero movie that was not a serial that came before the first Christopher Reeves Superman like was Gordon. the Adam West Batman movie in the oh. 60s. That was a spin-off of the television show. Was Flash Gordon? Is it, does that count in there? That was a serial. The, the was Flash serial. Gordon, the Flash Gordon movie you're that you're talking about with with Sam Jones with the Queen soundtrack, uh, came after Superman the movie that came in 1980. All right, okay. so our baseline then we're in agreement is Superman the movie. Yeah, to, to me that's that's if you there were that's a Mount Rushmore of comic yeah. book movies, that movie is the George Washington because it's the first. Okay. It might not be the best, but it's the first, and exactly. it gets credit for being there. Exactly. Without it was also it, the first one that like there were like, no, no cynicism, I guess, right? Like, well, there, I mean, there were no superhero movies that even had that. It wasn't like they made the Flash, and it was all campy and tongue in cheek. Like, it was not. I mean, it was the first property to treat it seriously. Yes, like because the Batman show was all campy and stuff. Right. Um, but there but was no movie no, before they, it, period. They didn't know it was campy. They were actually being artistic about it. Well, whatever. Right. But anyway. Mm, debatable. Well, yeah. let's get into it then. So, Tom, so yeah. So start that's, us off. If that's patient zero, okay. Right. Well, so you're talking about 40 years now of superhero films. Uh, so, all right. 
You want me to? Okay, so I think the well, you don't have to be. You don't have to be patient zero, so to speak. Uh-huh. You can ask. Well, here's you can the, ask any of us. All right, but. like here's I think you can. This discussion takes on a lot of forms the further you the further you drill down into it. Okay, there's sure. the best film that is based okay. on a superhero comic book. There's the best superhero movie. Some people think it might be what is the best translation of the comic book to a movie. For some, it's what's the most entertaining. Uh, you know, others may just look at box office and say, well, that was the most popular, so that's got to be the best one. And nobody's really wrong. Nobody's really wrong. It's subjective. Um, so to come right out, so, so I guess what we need to do first is discuss what the parameters of our discussion are. Because when I say the best superhero movie of all time, what does that mean for you guys? For me, the best superhero movie of all time has to be something that was something we'd never seen before. You, you have to look at it and say, my God, this is new, this is different. This is this changes everything. The story has to be as good as the cinematography, the uh, all the art has to be there. Is it does it look right? Does it sound right? Does it feel right? Okay, so what and that's what I base mine off of. So for you, your criteria aren't just restricted to superhero movies. Your criteria is all right, is this a good film in terms of what a critic would think? was a well-made film. And then it also happens to be based on a superhero. Correct. That is the way I judge it. Okay. Do I want to watch this movie regardless? Well, and if I do, that's different because do I want to watch this watchability and quality are two different things. Well, okay. Let me rephrase it. Would this be a movie I'd like to see? As a movie, rather than just I'm seeing it because there's superheroes in it, and I'm a big dork, and I love superheroes. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So that's okay. kind of interesting because so what is it for you, Chris? It's. Oh man, so it has to inspire the same feeling that I get when I read a superhero comic. Um. Okay. So the source material, obviously, you know, it, it should be somewhat true to the source material, but it should also um, be able to do things on screen that we can't really get out of a comic book. So, like, I'm looking for, like, I'm not looking for Sin City, which was basically just, like, just, this the the page turned to screen right like that's, right right I, I, that's just a literal adaptation. Um, it's using the tools that are available on screen to make it come to life better. A, a different experience, but the same story and feel. Okay, okay. So, so then for you, like something say like Watchmen, which was a pretty faithful adaptation of the comic wouldn't qualify right okay well not that it wouldn't qualify i just don't think it was as good as something like let's say avengers okay okay you know all right that's fair 
That's well, Tom, what, what about you, though? Um, what, what for is me, your... I'm somewhere I'm somewhere in between the two of you. I think the movie has to be of of high quality in terms of just sort of the the artistic merits that come that go along with filmmaking in general. Um, so it's got to be something that you could put it up next to a movie like uh, The Godfather or Apocalypse Now or something like that and say... All right, it's in that league. It may not be as good as those, but it is in that that wide pantheon of well-made films. Okay. All right. Um, but I like it. But it also needs to be something it, because it's a superhero movie. It needs to accomplish the things that superhero stories accomplish. It has to be inspiring, like Chris said. Um, it's got to be fun. It's got to be entertaining. All movies, that, that's their job, is to entertain in some way. Got to be entertaining. Um, I'm not necessarily looking for uh, dogmatic adherence to the source material. To me, it's, it's about the story. Does the story uh, make sense? Does it play by, does it not violate its own rules that it sets up? Um... What do you mean by that? Exactly? Okay, so, all right, so anytime you watch a movie, okay, the, 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 the writer is doing this thing called world building, right? They're building the world of the movie. The, the, the world that surrounds the story you are watching, okay? Because you're right. watching a very small part of a whole bunch of lives of other characters that you may not even see, but it's going on, supposedly. So it can't break its own rules. Um... For example, okay, uh, in Man of Steel, I may not have liked the fact that they had Pa Kent kind of not, like, not let Clark save his life in order to uh, protect his secret, but it doesn't, that is in keeping with the rules that that movie set up. That, okay, movie, that movie set up the fact that Jonathan Kent was willing to protect Clark's secret with his own life. And that was what they were. That was the point they were trying to get across. So while it initially seems out of character, if you're a fan of the comic books, it's sort of like what? That's dumb. In thinking about it back, it's it jibes with the rest of the movie. Right. Okay. So the, the characters and the story have to do things that make sense for the with the other things that happen in the movie. Well, that's just with any story, though. Well, general. I mean, books. yeah. Most. I mean, storytelling in general. It's that's important. Um, not just movies, but that is something that some people don't care about that when they go to see a superhero movie, they just want to see big fights and shit blow up and it just the popcorn movie. I hate that term, but that's what some people look for. Um, okay, well, why don't we, why don't we skip ahead a couple of verses here and can you want to get to it? Like, do you, I mean, everyone's here to find out what we think of the greatest movie yeah, of all time. I mean, yeah, sure. Let's, let's, um, uh, let's see. Do we want to, do we want to count down our top three or do you guys just want to argue your point for your one that you think is the best? I am going to go with my one, which okay. is the best. Okay. And you guys can, we could do the meme. This is the best movie of all time. Change my mind. Right. Okay. How about that? Okay. Are you leaning back in your chair appropriately 
I have a mug in my hand. Yes, all of these things. <laughs> <laughs> so the greatest superhero movie of all time, change my mind, I dare you, is uh, without a doubt, uh, <laughs> it's too easy, The Dark Knight. Okay. <clears throat> Am I wrong? Uh, it's a tough one to argue because for me, it checks a lot of the boxes I set out. It's, <laughs> it does. No, it does. It's, I, I'm not going to lie. That is one of the ones I, uh, considered when it is choose it is making my choice. It's, it's a, it is, a movie that the critics thought, you know, that when you look at it just with a critical eye in terms of movie making, it's up there. Um, it won an Academy award. For, like, one of the big Academy Awards, not, like, makeup or costume <laughs> design or special effects. Makeup! <laughs> Suicide Squad. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, it won Best Supporting Actor for Heath Ledger as the Joker. So, it's it's something that's accepted by uh, the movie-making community as worthy of some acclaim. Um, the Ooh. public liked it. it. For a while, it was one of the... You know, yeah. the highest grossing superhero movie ever for a long time. Um, hard to argue that. It's really hard to argue against that. Um, Which is why I do went you first. think Heath Ledger would have won that Oscar posthumously had he not passed away in the filming of the movie? Not, not to say that he did a bad job because he, he did a great job. Well, that's uh, before we before we get into the weeds. That's not what we're here to talk about. Like, okay, for me, the the conversation of the night is just simply: is this the greatest movie of all time for us comic book nerds? Well, and no, I say yes. The greatest superhero movie of all time because we're yeah, not superhero, we're not I talking mean, about comic book movies like, uh, like what, uh, from hell or yeah. a history of violence or Road to Perdition. I, I, I'll throw all of them in there. I got no problem with that. I think this is the end, and it's the it's and this is it. Period. You could put the Dark Knight against every comic book, every superhero movie. Period. Game's over. Okay. Very... Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. I, I mean, like it. I I definitely I mean I guess did it have like good popcorn appeal I mean I, I yeah it did I mean I don't know I, I just <laughs> I I think back to the feeling when I watched that and and this is obviously extremely subjective but I don't feel the same way or I didn't feel the same way leaving that movie as I did when I left like Spider Man for example all right well a, a I mean crappy one right like because I it's it's like Sure, Spider-Man wasn't critically like you know it didn't win the Oscars. I don't think, but like at that point, in terms of comic movies, that movie had done nothing on screen or that did things on screen that we had not seen yet. Like, so, is your argument that the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man is the greatest movie of all uh, comic book superhero movie of all time? No, I think it's a better movie than Spider or Bat or The Dark Knight. Excuse me. Okay. Um, well, what's your what's your say? I still go. I I maybe I'm a little bit of purist. I'm a little bit biased, but I'm 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 gonna go Superman. 
like the Christopher Reeve first like Superman. Christopher Reeve. Yeah. Like that that did for our genre. Our huh. um like nobody else had. Like it 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 really did make people believe a man can fly just to sound real cheesy, you know? I mean like what what did the Dark Knight do? In terms redefined of- redefined the ability for people to watch superhero movies as more than just bright colors and spandex. It was a noir movie, though. I mean, like, yes. is that really? No, you're you're right. It was a film noir. You're 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 absolutely right. It doesn't so, I mean, change the fact that it redefined the entire industry. Did it though? Did it? Did it? I mean, yes. what other movies? Have- I don't think so. I I honestly don't think so. Well then, what what do you got, Tom? I I I can I, I'm I can try and convince you that it's not. It didn't redefine the industry, certainly, because the serious superhero movie had started with Blade and continued. So you can't really argue that it changed anything because there was the the ba- Batman Begins was dark like the Dark Knight was, and everything after it was also dark. Like you can't nothing nothing changed cinematically it wasn't it wasn't a it wasn't like the comic book the dark knight returns where suddenly everything changed after that book came out this movie coming out didn't do that it may have made I, some people look at superhero movies slightly differently but okay um the critics had already been kind to the first two spider-mans at that point uh the first two x-men films to that point and the first two blade films so I, I would say it didn't change everything at all. Um, I, I, would, I would even argue that it wasn't something we hadn't seen before because it's, it had that same realism and, and verisimilitude that Batman Begins had. It was, it was as real a take on a superhero as that first movie in that series. See, the reason why I say it it isn't is because we did not see a villain like Heath Ledger's Joker in the first movie. We just didn't. We saw a good we saw a good villain. We saw kind of a kit. It was kind of kitsch. It was like, oh, you know, Raz al Ghul and eh, Scarecrow. And he but we never saw a character just dominate the screen like Heath Ledger's Joker. And it happened to be in a comic book. And there was also great performances okay but there are lots of movies with great performances and lots of characters that dominate movies uh i mean jack nicholson's joker dominated that movie so you can't really i i can't you can't say that we didn't see something like that before because we did all right well you know instead of deconstructing my pick what well, no, you, we're, ha- we're having a discussion, and you asked us to I challenge know, but we you. Ha- you haven't even gotten the, the opportunity to have your specific. Uh, no, uh, movie because we're going to discuss. Crap, we're so, gonna uh, what's di- your crappy it's, movie? I'm crappy. not saying it's crap, and stop defending it like <laughs> you made it, Rick. Relax. I, I, it's part of it, it's a it's part of my being. Anyway, and it's okay that you like it. I'm I'm. We're having a discussion. That's the point of this. Okay. No, the, the point is it's, that you're the wrong. point Continue. is not the point is not. Here's my pick, and this is why everyone else is wrong. That's not what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it should be. No. I seem to be right. No. I feel like I'm right. And I mean, look, and it's not like the Dark Knights without plot holes. There are a few. 
No, he left that party after Batman left. It was uh-huh. fine. Right. Tom. Right. Tom. Right. What exactly. That's pitch? a pretty big one right there. Yeah, it's pitch posh. What is your <laughs> You're avoiding the question, sir. Counselor, what is your pick? Well, wait. Let's talk about Chris's pick. We haven't talked about it. That's because it's garbage. Oh. Are, are we going to do this? <laughs> are you going to be a four-year-old about this? Wait, wait a minute. Do, did you think I wasn't going to be? I was kind of hoping you wouldn't be. <laughs> have you? Have we not been friends this whole time? No, no. See, because you can be, you can be an intelligent person, but because you dressed up as Heath Ledger for a work Halloween <laughs> thing, it's like, oh, we can't talk about this anymore. And anyone who's not Heath Ledger who plays the Joker is just doing it wrong, and we write that off as soon as we see it now. And that's just I ridiculous. Feel as though you're not wrong. <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> okay exactly but, so let's but, but i don't think it's fair that's like you everyone should have their cards on the table so i want you we can go back to chris and we can talk about the glory that was the first no because here's which... here's what's gonna happen i'm gonna lay my cards on the table and you're gonna focus on me because you like to beat on me because i just beat on you and we're gonna <laughs> end up ignoring chris and we're gonna get to the part where you say Oh man, I'm tired. It's getting late. We should end this now. That's how <laughs> that's that's, after, that's how that this will is going to work. Happen after my point is clearly obviously been made. Right, right. Your point that is anti whatever I'm about to say. So <laughs> that is that is a gross inaccuracy. You don't know that to be certain. You uh, can't. I have I have years of evidence <laughs> supporting no, no. my claim, sir. So no, let's no, no, let's talk about Superman the movie for a second. Let's do it. Let's Sounds talk like about bullshit. it. Uh <laughs> a lot of the a lot of the familiar superhero tropes that we still see in superhero movies today, specifically origin movies, were established in that one. Okay? It's the George Washington of superhero movies, like I said. If you think about it, the whole reason presidents only served two terms until they made a law against it was because Washington did it that way. Superman the movie, the whole structure of it was aped for decades, decades after that. Um, yes, Christopher it, Reeve. It's not without its charm. Christopher Reeve is indelible as the character, even to this day, even as many other actors have played that character and done it well. He is still the one Nobody most identified is attached with it. to exactly. Yeah, he's most identified with it. Um. The the music, the John Williams theme. Name a name a theme for any other superhero that is as recognizable as that one. Can you? Oh, the Batman. Well, one. Okay, yeah, the Batman the, TV yeah, show. For the Danny. No, no, no. The Batman from uh, uh, Tim Burton. Really? From pick Batman five. Nine. Pick five people on the street. Play both of those for them. Do you think? Do you think they get both? I think mm, I think perhaps. they would get both, largely because the Elfman Batman theme has been mocked or not mocked, but mimicked a lot. Um, even okay. the, the fair the point television show, the animated series, is very very, very close. close. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Elf theme. You're right. Um, that's that's a good point. It's a good point. You know, it's. Superman just, it really, 
it allowed moviegoers to see superheroes in a, in a way that was neither campy nor overly serious. You but know, it was like, also the first. Like it gets well, it gets so many passes for being a number one. Okay, so let's not give it any passes. Let's be as harsh on that. Let's be as 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 objective on that as we were on the Dark Knight a second ago. Otis is ridiculously campy. The whole character yes. of Otis, from the moment he walks on the screen, the movie takes a completely different tone. Um, the movie is is serious and takes itself seriously until it gets to Metropolis, and then it becomes a little ridiculous. True. Uh, Lois Lane is a reporter for a newspaper, yet she has a penthouse apartment in what is ostensibly Manhattan. That makes no She's fucking doing sense. Good. I would say, like, yeah, that makes no sense. Well isn't she no. like the Anderson Cooper of, no. of her day? <laughs> I'm pretty sure, no. <laughs> pretty sure she's not. I mean, the whole, maybe the whole fly backwards the... and turn back time thing is kind of ridiculous. Yes. What a, what a pile of garbage. Uh, you know, there, there are things in that movie that are very of its time. And I think I don't think that's one that holds up well the story, under modern day scrutiny. The story I always thought of Superman, the first Superman movie, I thought the story was even as a kid when I saw it for the first time was a little too on the nose for me. I just but it was also the first. So, like I said, people love to give Superman the movie a lot of passes because it is the first, and we didn't know what else we were doing. You know, like nobody knew what they well, were doing the at that time. At the time, at the time, it was the greatest thing because no one yeah. had done that before. And and when I, I feel like, and I I love that movie. That movie was what got me into comic books. Really, that that movie. It's never going to be something I don't watch every time it's on TV. Um, it's that's it's just part of me. That's how it is. It's one of those, but. I still, I don't think it's as well made a movie as, say, Spider-Man 2, or The Dark Knight, Ooh, Spider or Spider Captain Man America 2. Winter Soldier. Spider-Man 2, though. Yeah, Spider-Man 2. I, 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 oof. I believe that there's a hero in every one of us. <laughs> no, no, Spider-Man 2 is good. Not as good as The Dark Knight, but... Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tom, what do you got? Come on, I want to know. You, the, the anticipation is literally killing me. Not really, but whatever. This was a, this was a very difficult decision. I'll tell you okay. that. Okay. And right. uh, I'm going to say that the best superhero movie of all time for me is Deadpool. And here's why. You're Deadpool. just doing this. No, 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 you can't even. No, don't start. I know why you're doing this. Why am you I do, doing this? this? The, you're doing this because, you know, I can't rage against it. <laughs> you're doing this because, you know, me and Ryan Reynolds are very close friends. No. And he doesn't well, want. You're not because of the restraining order, but. That he's getting, we're getting that taken care of. All right. Are don't you going to let me say my piece now, Grandpa, or what? <laughs> Fine. All right, so it's for me, it's Deadpool, and it's this is why it checks the boxes. It's it's a well-made movie in terms of of cinematically. Um, critics were generally kind to it. Uh, it has the indelible 
performance and and matching of actor with role in Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. It My friend is, Ryan Reynolds. It is as faithful an adaptation of the source material as one can get without directly lifting a storyline from the comic books. Um, it is entertaining as all hell. It's rewatchable. It was popular with people. It made tons of money. And I left it feeling entertained and somewhat uplifted at the end. So for me, it checked all of the boxes that a superhero movie needs to check. Did... <laughs> what do you got? Come on, come at me. Let's do it. Uh, it is so painfully obvious. The movie is painfully obvious onto it's, itself. But it's Deadpool. That's the point of it. Right. That is the it point doesn't of have it. to be so painfully obvious for the entire movie. There's no reason it has to be done the way it is so that you know what's going to happen at every turn. But it's a character who's pretty aware he's in a movie or comic book. Like, it, yes. Yes. <laughs> but. So, I mean, would it not be obvious? It, it's, it should be obvious to him. Okay, but he also breaks the fourth wall to point it out to the audience. That's part of the character. But, but he... Uh, <laughs> it even has a good soundtrack. This is, this is it even has a good soundtrack. Thank it you. It even has a good soundtrack. Unfortunately. Yeah. It, is, I mean, it, it, is, it is a very good comic book superhero <laughs> movie. <laughs> that is true. It's bullshit, by the way. Um, <laughs> why? What's wrong? I, I'm allowed to have that. an opinion. Why do we? What is? What do? What is? Why is it always overlooked? Uh, it's overlooked. Because... I think partially because it's R-rated. Uh, it's partially overlooked because it's really violent, even for a superhero film. Uh, it's also partially overlooked because it is so uh, comedic and self-aware, as Rick says. So I think mm. people don't look at it as a quote-unquote, serious superhero movie because it's very quick to point out some of the ridiculousness that the audience would point out. So it's, it's Scream. In a sense, yes. In a it is sense, also a movie, it is also a movie that of all of these, of all of these movies, and, and, and period, no one character has ever been more perfectly captured his the essence of that character has never been so perfectly displayed. Correct. Is it though that because Deadpool in and of itself is sort of a it's such a character of comics anyway that there's there's no real wrong way you can do it wrong except for I mean the Weapon X movie. Or that well, one. you could do it. You could do it a hundred ways wrong. They could have changed his mask so that you could hear him better. Or if they could the jokes altered... don't land, it's, it doesn't yeah. work. I mean, if there's a the... different actor in that part, that movie probably doesn't work. Yeah, that's if true. The studio, if the studio gets too involved and demands certain things, if they don't let him make fun of the fact that they can't get certain X-Men characters into his movie, mm -hmm. if the movie doesn't break the fourth wall. Right. That the is, studio that... easily could have kept them from doing that. It's it's a love letter to fans from fans, 
And for that, it will always be an incredible piece of superhero or, you know, comic book movie history. Lore, if you will. And here's another one. It changed what came after it. It changed what came after it. come on. Think about it, though. Deadpool's success has now led to more comedic superhero movies. Okay. Yeah, it also led to Logan in a a director's cut R-rated version of one of the crappiest movies of all time because Unicron doesn't learn lessons the way that we want him to. Well, no, but but it did change what came after. But for better or for worse, so too did Superman, and so too did the Dark Knight. So too did Elf uh, Burton's Batman. Yes, yes, and and it was hard for me. Uh, there were some glaring things that kept me from choosing that one, but that was another one where all bets were off. That that movie literally changed everything. If you were of a certain age, Tim Burton's first Batman was religion. Like, True. It, I mean, you couldn't escape it. There were bat singles everywhere. It changed comic book movies forever afterwards. If Superman was George Washington then certainly Burton's Batman was Abraham Lincoln. It's the standard you, for success that they all the others look up to. Yeah, Have you figured out who together. everyone on Mount Rushmore is going to be before we even do this? Maybe I did. <laughs> all right, continue. So who, I mean, all right. So let me ask you then, because you guys are a little bit more in the know when it comes to like kind of where the market stands. Uh, is commercial success in the sense that like Superman was back in the day and especially Batman was in terms of licensing and just getting that fucking symbol everywhere. Would you say that Deadpool, I mean, let, let's, we can't really talk about the dark Knight cause it, Batman was very successful. Um, was Deadpool everywhere before the movie or after? Yes. No, he was everywhere before the movie too. Yeah. The movie, I the- mean, he was he was everywhere among comic book fans before the movie. Afterwards, Deadpool was everywhere in the mainstream. There were also, a lot it, of people buying Deadpool shit that never had heard of him before the movie. I also, real quick, we, we really are doing like an honest disservice right now to the movie that we really should be focusing on. Oh, like Lord. at least mentioning. What? Black Panther. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about it. Why is or is not Black Panther the greatest superhero movie of all time? It's the most successful. We know that. It is the most successful. It, 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 as someone who's seen it, I know you guys haven't had a chance to yet. It is gorgeous. It is, it is one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen in terms of the character design, the color, all of it. The story is really good, and it, it really it, it, is, it is almost too good to the point that it's potentially decisive, divisive. Pardon me about whether or not you think Killmonger was right. There is a lot of things that are making, uh, well, for lack of a better term, making white America very uncomfortable about the movie. And I think that's great because art should make you uncomfortable. Really great art should make you question everything. I think that Black Panther really truly is a very, 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 very good movie and needs to be in the discussion. Yes, I think part of the success of the movie is because of the inflated numbers of modern you know, filmmaking. 
but I don't think it's that big. I, I don't think it is that much. And if you say it is, you, are, I think, are doing a disservice to a fantastic film. And we, we should, like I said, we, we should mention this movie. It really is redefining the way that these films are being looked at. If anything, it's probably two or three on my list just because of how important it is. So let me ask you, you just David, said... Could that also be said about Wonder Woman? At. Yes, you're absolutely right. Yes. But not Witchblade. <laughs> what do you mean by the way these things are being looked at? Can you elaborate on that a little bit? I mean, for somebody who hasn't seen the movie. So we're, we're ta- look, at, look at the three movies we mentioned. We mentioned Superman, Batman, and, and Deadpool, oddly enough. But we mentioned these three movies. What does what is the one thing these three movies honestly have in common? They're all based on they're all men. They're all white. They're all they're they're all white men. Now, I I realize that is based on the source material, and I'm not saying that it's only because of that or anything of that nature. But we would be wrong if we didn't recognize that there is a, a, a certain aspect here. Chris, obviously uh, not a white man like Tom and I. But we are still gravitating to essentially the characters that we, as guys who have been nerds our whole lives, have gravitated to anyway. You know, I mean, all right, let's let's be fair here, though. Mm-hmm. Most of the most superheroes are white men because yes. of the era in which they were created. Okay, uh, most superhero movies to this point have been made about white men because we're selecting from every superhero movie that's been made. There are. It was more likely that we were going to choose movies starring white men. So, I mean, it's not necessarily about whom we identify with in terms of me. We're selecting from what's there. Okay. Well, uh, but my my point in all of this is, I felt we would be doing a disservice if we didn't at least mention the movie that is currently. And I know we started the show with it, but the movie that is currently technically the greatest comic book or superhero oh, movie of all time in terms of dollars yes yes but why yes. okay but why is it not better than say the dark knight because i really like batman okay but that's not really an objective answer didn't say it was okay so <laughs> can you are you able to separate yourself from the emotion for a second and and discuss why it's not a better film than the dark knight or is it It's hard to it's hard to say like honestly it is but also it's hard to say because it's comparing you know you're comparing 99s and 98s and 97s and 96s Sure of course we are that's what we're doing So that part is is damn near impossible honestly We're trying that's the point of it I this. know it's a, it's a flawed exercise You're the one who said we're doing it a disservice by not talking about it So explain right. why we're not talking about it. I don't know. <laughs> Explain why. Because you're the only one who's seen it. So ex- why didn't you choose it as your best one? Um, because I'm a Batman, Mark. Um, I wish I could give a, a great example as to why I, I, I feel that The Dark Knight is the best movie. I, I want to be able to explain it better and I'm failing at it and it sucks. <laughs> so it's just, so you, it's, it's more because of your emotional attachment to it, which is fine. Right. 
then that's right. one of your criteria. That's not wrong. It's just that is one of the criteria. You just failed to mention it earlier. But if that's well, one of the criteria you, gotta, you, gotta you talk use, these <laughs> okay, okay, that's fine. But if if that's what it is, that's fine. I mean, if if that were one of mine, then Superman the movie likely would have ranked a lot higher for me, or Spider Man two for that matter. Um, you know, I it's not Deadpool. While I think it's the best, I it's not my favorite. There's a difference. There's a big difference. I, I think. I think for me, the Dark Knight just perfectly captured a character that I like I'd never seen before. Okay. And that was like Deadpool's a great example. Like I hate you for that, by the way. That is a really good example. But I don't think we'd get Deadpool if movies like The Dark Knight didn't Absolutely exist. Absolutely not. We don't. I mean everything stands on the shoulders of what came before. We don't get we don't get Batman begins if Batman and Robin hadn't been such a piece of shit. <laughs> It's do true. Also, so let me ask you then about yeah. Black Panther. Do you do you understand Black Panther more so now than you ever did before? Well, yeah, but that's not that's not hard because I think I'd read all of three Black Panther stories in my life. Yeah, I've not read that many um, myself. But I mean, like, so you'd kind of spoken about like the the social end of this movie, right? Like, mm -hmm. it is it is genre redefining. Well, there's, I mean, in what, in what way is it in genre what redefining? I mean, like, like, I get um, that it's culturally sorry, significant. Let me, let me rephrase. It is, it is, it is cinema redefining because as you said, now we have, evidently there is an entire audience out there that has been starved for great, uh, films that are mostly black led. Okay. Okay. So it is now culturally we, significant. Culturally Certainly. fine. Absolutely. Fine. It is no doubt about it in terms of the art form. It's absolutely significant. Um, the success of it is something that's going to be analyzed for a long, long time to come. Because on you're this right. specific podcast, well, I mean, but even even <laughs> by people much smarter and more powerful than us, because it, you're absolutely right. It's an it's an audience that evidently was grossly underserved that people didn't even maybe realize existed. Um, I think Wonder Woman did something similar, not to this degree. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely not to this degree. But you're seeing that now. It's going to continue. You're going to see it with Captain Marvel. And you're going to see it with many, many more movies that haven't even been announced yet, I'm sure. Now that we've seen the success of Black Panther. Um, so it's absolutely significant. That's not really so, the discussion so we're having, though. Yeah, let me think about this for a second. Let me let me just think about this. So what we're talking about is Deadpool in and of itself, maybe the greatest representation of a superhero movie, period. That's your argument, right? Well, uh, yeah, to me, it's it. Like I said, I set out my criteria. It checks every one of those boxes and it successfully does it at a very high and, level. And Mel, your opinion is uh, still the same, I assume. I Man, the Deadpool one's really fucking good, isn't it? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I also hate you for that. Like that one. Like I said, it's. It, why do we always forget it? Like that's the thing, right? It's like we because it's Deadpool and it's not Superman or Batman. You guys yeah, picked. You guys picked the movies of your favorite superheroes. Yes. Rick picked a Batman film. Chris picked a Superman film. I am not that obvious, goddammit. Yes, you are because that movie so, also I mean, has I, the Joker. Why didn't in we it. talk about like X Men one? 
because uh, X-Men 1... Because X-Men 1 doesn't hold at all. X-Men 1 was significant. X-Men 1 gave a... X-Men 1 reset the genre after Batman and Robin. Definitely. I mean, like... Like, it, there it was made... Blade, and then there was X-Men, and then after that, we got the serious superhero movies back. So it's important. But if you watch it now... As a movie, it's not as good, I think, as a lot of the ones that have come after. I think it's not even as good as X-Men 2. Yeah, I would agree oh, with yeah. that. I agree with that. X3. And... We don't talk about X3. Yeah, we don't, we don't talk about Spider-Man 3. Even, even Fox doesn't talk about X3 anymore. Right? Like, because X3 was so commercially successful, does that make it better than X1 or 2? Well, that's the thing. Not necessarily. I mean... Titanic and Avatar success, are yeah. Titanic and Avatar are two of the five highest grossing movies of all time. Do you think they're better than the original Star Wars? No. Okay. <laughs> but they maybe. made more money. Avatar maybe. I'm not even going to acknowledge that with a response, Rick. I, I, no, I said Avatar may be better than the first Star Wars, Tom. You said Avatar may be better than Star Wars? A new the original? Yeah. Yeah, you're, at, you're smoking fucking crack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't even argue that you're on crack. No, I'm. I'm just saying I like the story better. Honestly, like really, the you original Star Wars is Pocahontas. Bad. Pocahontas. You like good Pocahontas movie. or Fern, Fern Gully? Fern Gully. Good movie. Good movie. The original Star Wars. Lot to lot left. Lot left on the doing? table. What are you doing? Are you just angry at me because I picked Deadpool and you can't argue? No, that, no. I. Any. I. I we, you're that's trying to argument. hurt me. Are you trying to hurt me now? <laughs> <laughs> that might be true. That's yeah, not the reason. That's, I, I, this actually, is. I really, I really loved Avatar. Um, oh look, my God, wow. Back to the point. I feel hand. like I don't even know you. You know I love Avatar. I feel. I really feel I like I don't know, know that, you anymore. Actually. I own the five-hour special edition Blu-ray. Oh my I've God! Watched it. I. Oh, I have to rethink our whole friendship. <laughs> Since the guy who picked Deadpool. <laughs> I, fight me. You still have yet to disprove me. Okay, okay. The your argument does... against Deadpool was, Wait. I really like Batman. That was yes, your argument. I do. I do. But here's the other real reason why Deadpool doesn't work. Honestly, the story, the story in itself, the plot, yeah, it's a, it's a good superhero movie. It's also very basic. It really is. And I know, I know that's not fair because it came out and there's been so many hero movies to begin with. We've seen the origin story. We've seen it. Now, we haven't seen it quite the same way. I'm not an idiot. But he gets the girl at the end. He discovers self-love. This is Scott Pilgrim versus the world with guns. Ugh, Scott Pilgrim. Ugh. Yeah, see? Ugh. When I do something like that, all of a sudden you realize that your beautiful pick is no, not as great. No, I'm not saying that. Look, I, I would argue that, yeah, but a lot of superhero movies are basic, first. And second. True. Even though it was basic it put a new spin on it right because but that's why the dark knight for me it wasn't basic it was incredibly different absolutely i mean it was in the sense that it's not an origin story because it's the second of a series but it could have been the joker's origin story or even for that matter harvey dent's i mean it kind of was harvey dent's origin story but they never yeah, it, it was it was only it was never the crux of the story. No, except in the last 15 minutes when the Joker suddenly disappears and it becomes the Harvey Dent story. He captured the Joker. Oh, 
bullshit, man. Like, seriously, all of a sudden, like, Harvey Dent's heel turn is so ridiculous. He was the White Knight, Tom. And it's time you recognize yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. That's what we need. That's exactly. He served the plot. It's like, oh, we need to have the city turn against Batman at the end of this. How do we do that? Suddenly, yeah, you know, Harvey Dent wants started, to kill listen, Commissioner Gordon's son. We already it. started filming, Tom. We'd already started filming, and shaving the mustache would have been too much. Okay, right, so right. exactly, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> here's here's the thing, though, and I do think it's funny because you did call this. We are ignoring Superman the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I told you it would happen. But but Chris is doing it too. He's not even making arguments for why his pick is better than Deadpool or Batman. Honestly, I just picked it because it's really just because he loves it. I love yeah. it. Like it, it's very hard to to let that nostalgic part go, and I think that's a big I can't part stand of that movie. Comic books is it is the, it is too old. Side. It doesn't hold up. I can't watch it anymore. I just can't. And before you start getting mad at me, I also feel the same way about Batman Returns. It's I just I can't. Oh, I can't see, do I, it. I never liked Batman Returns. So yeah, well, I did it first, then I, I went back relate. and I watched the, it. A the few Burton, times. It's, it's, the Burton Batman, the original Burton Batman, I can still watch, but the others, not so much. Yeah. No, I agree. But okay, all right. You know what? This was supposed to be. Very this cool. is supposed to be a mini sode. It's it's gone on forever. So all Tom. Right. All right. So all right. So all right. You asked me about the Mount Rushmore of of comic book movies, right? Because you Go said for it. all right. So we've established that George Washington, the first one, is Superman the movie. Then the Abraham Lincoln, the the standard to which all the others try and reach from is is I think it's Burton's first Batman film, the '89 Batman. All, all right. right. So then you have. Uh, Thomas Jefferson, which is, you know, an early, let's say an early but notable uh, president who changed the presidency forever after. Uh, that, to me, is Blade. Well, it, it, it never gets enough respect. It doesn't. So I, it doesn't, and also, neither does Jefferson in a lot of ways. But, uh, but you, you, don't, you don't think it's because Wesley Snipes is a descendant of Thomas Jefferson that you're making this oh, reference? Oh, I'm not even going there. I, that had never crossed my mind, and don't start that. <laughs> Just don't. Just don't start that, okay? Okay, and then, then you have... All right, so then after that, you have Teddy Roosevelt is on Mount Rushmore, and he's supposed to symbolize the modern role of the United States in the 20th century and beyond, right? So okay. the, 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 the movie that set the tone for the modern superhero movie as we know it today is Iron Man. Yeah, okay, fair. So the Mount Rushmore actually... superhero films, I would say, are Superman the movie, Batman 89, X-Men, and Iron Man. Or yes, Sorry, Blade, Blade and Iron Man. I said Blade. Yeah, already forgetting the guy in the middle. See, I... <sighs> I like I your you. picks. I do. I I agree that Iron Man should be represented, but I also think he came too late. I just do. Okay. I think right. I think that last head. Four. I think that last head belongs to Sam Raimi's Raimi Spider Man. Okay. I the only I'm, reason why I would argue against that because I think that's a solid pick. The only reason I would argue against it is because Iron Man ushered in the era of the shared universe. No, 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 no! Don't get me wrong. You're, but, what you're saying but, makes one hundred percent true. I think Spider-Man. I, I, I get where you're going with Spider-Man, and 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 I can, I could, I could get behind that for sure. 
for me, the reason why it's Spider-Man very quickly is it brought in, and Blade did this to a much smaller extent, but it brought in the CGI, which was the yeah. one thing that all of these movies were kind of honestly missing. Or there had not done super- well up until that point. Yeah. And Blade 2, while one of my favorite movies of all time, has the single worst CGI of all time. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, worse than Blade 1, worse than anything. That opening sequence in the lights is the worst CGI of all time. Oh, you're kidding me. You mean the, the bloodbath scene? No, that's the first Blade movie. The second sure. one, Blade oh, 2. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. The, 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 Guillermo, the Guillermo del Toro one. Yeah. The, the, the fight in the lights is so bad. Anyway. <laughs> all right. So then, Chris, do you have your, your Mount Rushmore of comic book movies? What are the four, the pillars of, of comic book movies? The, the pillars of Christmas. Superman that, that made it with, that showed everybody that it was possible. Um, uh, Batman 89. Okay. I'm going to go with X-Men instead of Blade. Okay. Because I think it reached a wider audience. Absolutely. Yeah, um, sure. Plus, it, I mean, for that matter, it also redefined comics. I mean, like that's around the time when, um, you know, it sort of flipped the script a little bit, right? <clears throat> you know, like it, 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 it leached it leached heavily off of uh, Grant Morrison's E is for Extinction, but yes, right. Is but that, I mean, at uh, that point, that was though, what so drove was... Marvel that and Spider Man to launch yes. the Ultimate line and brought a yes. whole bunch yes. of new readers in. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And um, I'm going to go Spider-Man as well. Did I say Spider-Man? You, did didn't. Not say Spider-Man. you did not say Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I okay. think while X-Men reached a wider audience, um, I think Spider-Man... It, it, X-Men did inspire audiences, adult audiences, the way I think Spider-Man did. Where I left Spider-Man... We're in our, what, 20s? Yeah. I left that feeling literally like a little kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The the scene where he's swinging through New York City was just as amazing as watching Superman fly. Agree. Time. Agree. Absolutely agree. When he lands on the, when he lands on the flagpole, at the just end, thinking about him, yeah. At the very end he lands on the flagpole before jumping into the camera. I I right now I I can I tell you I'm having goosebumps again yep. cuz Chris is right. When I watched it, I I I think I'm still a kid. Yep. Um and no, I, I agree. 100%. That movie is also it's a it's a perfect merger of of time and place. I mean, if that movie, let's say that movie comes out six months before nine eleven, is that is that final image as indelible as it is six months after? Mm, probably not. You know what I mean? Like that comes out in May of '02. Okay, so eight months after nine eleven, he's a New York superhero. He's on the flag, like. That, they had to, they had that to image some of it just, because of it. Right. Like that image is, is powerful. It's absolutely, it's iconic. It still is to this day. And we've had what, two other Spider-Mans <laughs> and that, that image is still iconic. Um, so, so wait, hang on. Cause we, we have to, we have to, we have to say something here. We have, we have our, we have our answer, believe it or not. <clears throat> we, we do. Um, the, best superhero movie of all time is the original Superman. It's the only one that is on Mount Rushmore without issue. Well, no, Batman 89 is on all of ours also. But Batman is second. True. Nobody was on Mount Rushmore. 
it doesn't matter if you if just looking at it, just looking at it from just the math before we break down the math before we get to the 99.8 99.7 all of these are a pluses but we all agree that everybody else on that on those those three heads are replaceable yeah well they're not but, there without superman right they're not there they're it's just, not it's not fair i mean it may not it was be first and it's not perfect but, like it's yep. not it's it's but and just as superman was the first superhero in the comic books the first superhero yep. movie is superman and and without him there's nothing after so it, it's interesting how that how that uh, you know how it played out but that's it we yep. all agree without even saying it we all agreed so what you're saying is the whole rest of this show is pointless no the the, the this was us walking <laughs> <Yeah>. together <laughs> You look back, and there's only one set of footprints, Tom. Oh, but oh. <laughs> that this was where I carried you guys with my thoughtful, well-reasoned Deadpool choice. <laughs> you know, I try and be nice to you, and this is the thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> do we, so I mean, do we have to kind of break it up by like era? Then I mean, I mean like I think which is maybe you do, maybe you do. That's that's. I mean, the the tastes of the times definitely factor in. That and they're sure. not adding more heads to Mount Rushmore. Well, that's true also. That's also true. You know, it's it's history is what it is. So well, yeah, I think we I think we've got it. Gentlemen, I think we've done it. We've done it. We've figured it out. It is unequivocally, empirically, <laughs> for all time, Superman <laughs> the movie. But also that movie's crap. all right so well we want to know what you think you're out there you obviously have an opinion on this tweet us at those two jerks you can email it to us those two jerks at gmail.com uh send a put a comment on our facebook page facebook.com slash those two jerks or leave us a voicemail what's your mount rushmore of superhero movies three two one seventy six jerks you can get all of that information and a whole lot more at our website which is those two jerks.com Gentlemen, any final thoughts before we say adieu for another week? I I I still think that Deadpool is not that great. <laughs> you know, I, I I want to be amazed by Black Panther. It's really good, dude. I want to be so. I, Maybe it's it's so far past the opening of it now where, I mean, the hype's still going very, very strong that I'll, I'll go see it and try to be as objective as possible, but I do tend to be a little bit anti-establishment in a sense. Um, well, this is the most anti-establishment movie there is. So. Yeah, sure. I mean, but I'm I'm curious. Like, I there's been... Look, it's made the most money ever for a reason. And part of that is, yes, inflated ticket prices, but not all of it. Maybe 5% of it is inflated ticket prices but I because mean, like, it also is good. So it, yeah. is ticket prices, well, I mean, like total dollars wise, should we, should we subtract that from the picture and just look at just numbers of tickets sold? Well, that's what the adjusted for inflation list is. Oh, I got gotcha. tickets sold, and that's still gone with the wind as number one. And Black Panther is like 40. Right. So, I mean, like, I just. Still one of the greatest of all time. 
So yeah. okay, so where is um, Infinity War going to end up? I see, well, see that's, that's the other question. The number that's one. the other thing. Yeah, that's right? the other thing. These are pre-ticket sales alone. Right. We'll um, find out. It's coming out we'll in, in out. a month. But we'll find out. All right, gentlemen. For the Sussman, Rick Sussman, and the Vootastic Chris Vu, I'm the Tom Alexander, and until they add another face to Mount Rushmore, and it is mine, we yeah. will remain those two jerks. See you next time. <laughs>